Um, oh, crap. I just realized I had the day for yesterday up. You know what? We're going to do yesterday's day. Yesterday's day. Mm-hmm. Yesterday's day. Yes, yesterday's All my day. troubles seem so far away. My buddy. Hello and welcome to Girls Who Came to Sugar Bakers, where nerds and platonic life partners Aaron and Leslie watch episodes of Designing Women, then recap, review, and share other fun things related to the show. I'm Leslie. And I am Aaron. I don't know What's why up? I said it that way. <laughs> hey, everybody. Leslie, how are you doing Hi. today? I'm doing all right, thanks. How are you? I'm doing all right. I realized that our um, ep- uh, tapings are even more in shambles when I haven't like spoken to a live person in the day oh, same that's why like that's you're the first person that i've like spoken to besides the cats <laughs> like i kind of talked to my roommate for like a minute but then he was like gone again and now i'm just <laughs> sounding like a nut bar because i'm like hey i mean i haven't seen another human since saturday so oh my well, that's what you yeah. wanted that's fine i mean that's the goal that's the right? goal always yeah um yeah uh, uh, speaking of goals, I don't know. I was trying to find a transition. <laughs> good segue. Good segue. It's horrible. Uh, do you want to hear about today's national day? I'm super excited about this and want to hear about it now, please. It's oh my god! <laughs> I just read. The, sorry, I, I just <laughs> what I just, just happened? I just read the description. I got so oh. mad. Oh no! I was just excited because it's Uh-oh. National Cheese Lovers Day, and that is every day of my yes. life. Every day. Hashtag fallen vegan. Um, I have at least two to three types of cheese a day, probably. <laughs> not really. I can't but tell you the last time a day passed when I did not have cheese. I know. It's just there's it so much cheese. I, I was eating queso before we did this. Like, it's nice. It's been, it hasn't been this year as of 2019. <laughs> yeah. We are 21 days in and I've had cheese every day. Yeah, it's just glorious. Um, the description is pretty ridiculous, and um, it's not going to be as ridiculous with me just reading it, because just know that these are all spelled stupid. Um, would you like for me to read <laughs> I'm gonna read it. Okay, so National Day Calendar talks about National Cheese Lovers Day. It says, don't feel blue. B L E U, throw a feta or yep. act capricious. <laughs> today. I'm annoyed. Mm-hmm, yep. Today is a Gouda day. No. Nope. To cumin over? Cumin over? <laughs> I feel like. I feel like. Jocelyn Fox, come coming, uh, instead of cumin. <laughs> I don't know. It's K U M M I N, which must be a type of cheese. Okay, must be. I don't know. Let's try this again. Today is a Gouda day. To nope, come over and have some cheddar or Asiago <sighs> or Fontina. Okay, that's fine. Those are normal things you can say. Those, those that part's fine. Um. Oh my God. Okay. This is. <laughs> I'm gonna keep reading it. It's talking about cheese. It's talking about how you make cheese. Uh, okay. We're not gonna read it because it's gross. Talking about sheep because it's gross. Bacteria and sheep stomachs and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, like, no. No. Um. But there are other national cheese there days. There are eighteen national cheese days, or okay, like I things can connected. Get behind that. Yeah, because it'll be. Uh, I don't know if they're, they're not going to, I guess they're not going to name all of them. What's the point in saying they're 18 and not naming all of them? But the ones they do name are National Cheese Doodle Day, National Grilled Cheese <laughs> Sandwich Day, uh, Cheese okay. Souffle Day, National Cheese Day. Well, this is just for cheese lovers. This is our day. This is our time to uh, yeah. quote Goonies. Um, National <laughs> String Cheese Day. Oh, Moldy Cheese Day. Nope. Is that like blue? But but there's some cheeses that are supposed to be moldy, like blue cheese. I guess is like a mold, oh. right? I don't know. And like Stinton and like those I don't type think of things. I've ever had any? You've never had? You've had blue cheese? Yeah, I have tasted that. <laughs> I guess not very much. You don't like nope. it? Nope. You're like <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. like it. It's because it's moldy. That's probably why. I guess that's why. I don't know. 
probably why. Do you like um um like brie and camembert and like those type of things? Sparingly. The um the stinky cheeses. I think you like cheddar the most. I think that's the safe one, probably. huh? Yeah. Um there's also there's probably National Cheddar Day. Uh National What's your favorite cheese? Oh, um, no, there's two more days. National <laughs> Cheesecake Day and National Cream Cheese Brownie Day. <laughs> oh man. Um oh wait, hold on. There's National Goat Cheese Month in August. Um there's also National Nacho Day and It's a good day. They're saying National Sangria Day because you drink the wine and have the cheese. Um, what is your favorite? So we think maybe maybe cheddar might be your favorite. Probably also like Probably. a mild, not a sharp. Or do you like the sharp? Oh, no, I like sharp. sharp you do? Sharper the better. Sharper the better. Yeah, yeah. Um, is there another runner-up that you enjoy? Probably. Not that I can think of right now. No, no. Um, I love a good Dil Havarti. Um, I love Munster, especially uh, microwaved on Suzanne's favorite p- rice corn cakes. Rice corn nice. cakes? I was going to say popcorn cakes, and I was going to say rice cakes. Uh, <laughs> just rice cakes, not rice corn cakes. Um, they're also make the, I think that they make the best grilled cheese, Munster. Uh, like the orange rind kind. Um, I will get camembert. And take it home, especially since there are so many Trader Joe's here, and they're like affordable. And I will take home mm-hmm. some bread that you can like take and bake, and that's my jam. Ooh, fondue! I remember, when, <laughs> I remember when, what was it? Um, <laughs> I think I told Tucker about the uh, little pots of fondue, like little just microwave fondue that they have at Trader Joe's, and he's like, "Y'all perverted." <laughs> What's the reaction? He's like, "That's not right." I was like, "I know, but it like is. It's so right." Um, yeah, fondue is really good because it's like uh, Gruyere, I believe, is the main one. And then you'll have like the the white wine in there and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I always have mozzarella and um, cheddar oh, cheese str- shredded in the uh, fridge. And I make things with yep. it. I make cheese sauce. Um, I do love, oh, of course, queso. Uh, the proper queso, in your queso blanco, um, which they don't really have very much here. Um, mm. And um, particularly the queso from, what was that, El Senor? Is that the name of the place? Mm-hmm. Where it, like, it never quite solidifies? Nope. Oh, and they have their in-house made chips. Um, so good. Yeah. And then, do you like cheesecake? I do. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think we've had cheesecake together. Yeah, I love a good cheesecake, or when cheesecake ends up in other things, like when you have like little cheesecake bites that are covered in chocolate. Um, yeah, those are good. My uh, roommate is from Pennsylvania. We always have a minimum of three containers of cream cheese, in nice. <laughs> at least. I don't know what happens Keep with all of them, but it's no, really, it's, there's never one. There's <laughs> always two beside each other and Sometimes. then usually a third one um so that's impressive so that's today uh let's see if they say anything else healthful on here oh i also really like uh cheese and like apples like cheddar yes. and apple and like mm-hmm. that kind of thing Ooh, favorite i like a good grilled halloumi <gasps> oh heck yes some feta Mm-mm. i also enjoy feta feta, feta makes it better Mm-hmm. makes it better mm-hmm. i do not really eat that much blue cheese but i like it on things like on like a burger or mm-hmm. like i like blue cheese dressing more than ranch dressing for like um buffalo things you know like wings or like whatever is a buffalo sauce on it this is way too much cheese people are like can you stop talking about cheese right now <laughs> he's dabbed up about cheese right now um so let's uh move on they don't say anything else fun in here um <laughs> i love within the history they're always like within our research we were unable to find the creator of national cheese lovers day i love when they're just like within our research we couldn't um, we don't we don't know we have no idea oh it's also national disc jockey day dj hmm. um which is just so funny how this has become um a 
uh like joke in a lot of like tv lately the djs are just like these complete douchebags <laughs> i'm thinking of like how in the good place like how jason wants to be one it's like and all the djs yeah. are horrible it's so funny i was like why is that like some trope or stereotype i had no idea um but then like there are like all these i you see him in uh you see him here because people go between los angeles and las vegas a lot and there'll be a lot of djs that have like are set up like um residences in like certain casinos and that type of stuff in Las Vegas and they probably make the most money out of anybody in like any single person type of person other than like you know, like Beyonce that type of stuff in music biz like it is impressive how much DJs when they like our top DJs wow. get paid it's like incredible I'm like what they are so that, and that, but then like it'll be someone you've like absolutely never heard of and they're like five consonants in a row in their name which may or may not be their real name I don't know it's just <laughs> fascinating I'm always it's just a whole nother world um so yeah uh and like I'm sometimes like attracted to Diplo and annoyed by it because like I don't I don't really I'm not really sure how douchey he is I'm just not I can't understand him very much um so <laughs> like sometimes i'm like oh he's like cool and like he's into he's like no stuff and then sometimes i'm like ugh, can't deal with you so there we mm. go did you have a sugar baker moment uh i did i had a three-day weekend Yay! which is exactly what i needed uh-huh. and uh yeah it's been nice and i have a sugar baker shout out um while Aww. i was going i went home on saturday for a memorial service and uh Aww. i was listening to on the way home and on the way back this will only hurt a little mm. by busy phillips mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's amazing and i want to be her best friend and i never want her to be sad Aww. and if somebody makes her unhappy i just want to punch them in the face That's like so cute she's amazing now that you told me that she talks about childbirth on there and i hear like the title <laughs> I'm, I'm like a little bit oh, more yeah. nervous <laughs> But she's. I'm glad that she, that you really enjoyed, and she reads it right. I haven't listened yet. She does. Oh, mm-hmm. that's that's like the way it should be. I mean, I understand if you don't feel uh, comfortable, but I love when people read their own. Like I was listening to. I haven't finished Retta's book when I was working on my cake earlier today, um, and mm-hmm. it was just fun to hear her talking about. I love her. Yeah, exactly. It was so fun to hear her talk about stuff. So it's like I like listening to autobiographies read by the person because kind of like. They're just telling you their stories They're just, and just hanging yeah, out. Yeah, just telling you stuff. Yep. I love it. Um, Cool. I like it. Yeah. Did you have a sugar baker moment this week? Yeah. I also had a three-day weekend. Pretty excited about that because um, I, I work a lot of weekends. So to have a full, like, extra day was like, what? Um, That's pretty cool. And so I went to – I'm working on, like, some school apps, and I went to the library on – Saturday and then I was like I'm gonna get some of these movies um for my weekend and I thought I was gonna do other stuff yesterday but then I really just needed a a rest day so I watched my movies well I watched the one when I got home like that night but I I got things that I knew were like pleasant and um the first one was uh the secret life of Walter Mitty like the remake that um Ben Stiller Mm -hmm. did really recently like five years ago um that I saw in the movie theater but that I watched again um, with some stuffed crust pizza. Speaking of cheese day, yes. and um, it's just such a sweet movie. It's just a real like everyone in that movie is just so well. Some they're, the jerks are clearly jerks, but like the relationships right. are very pleasant, and it's just a really sweet movie with lots of heart that I um, kind of thought was really cheesy when I saw it in theaters. But now that I saw it a second time, I was like, I I. I appreciate it in today's Good, world yeah. where there is just so much horror. <laughs> like I had no idea yeah. five years ago. Whoa. Well, I knew what was happening, but that it was going to get worse. I wouldn't have expected that. So, mm-hmm. um, so it was really nice to uh, watch that. Um, oh my gosh. And my, when I saw Buster Rhymes waiting for my stuffed crust pizza, <laughs> that's, that's like a sugar baker moment. Uh, I forgot funny. about it. Like everybody. Cause I was like, this is the most random. Like he comes in. I'm like, I know this face and I could hear. And I, and I was like, 
I wanted to tell you like who sings woo-ha <laughs> like, I was like what I couldn't remember his name for some reason um and uh yeah it was Buster Rhymes and two of his friends and he they were getting like personal pan pizzas and some fries yes. so cool and then like one of his uh one of his um friends that was with him like when I when I was way to open the door for me and I was like now that so is nice. the funniest story that might be my favorite LA story <laughs> that wasn't on purpose there's sometimes things happen and it's like you mean for it to happen but that's hilarious that i was just like waiting on a stuffed crust pizza on a saturday night buster rhymes comes <laughs> in oh my god yes. that's so funny um so i went home and watched walter mitty and then yesterday i watched the martian again um which i so saw oh, it's so good I, I read the book and i saw it in the th- which the book, book was fun and easy read and all that um and then i saw the movie in the theater um, like on, I think the winter break when I came home from New York and then I rented it, I think twice from New York public library. And then yesterday I, or Saturday, I rented it from Los Angeles public library and I literally watched nice. it twice in a row. Like that's what my day was like yesterday where I was just, <laughs> I needed a happy ending and I always cry at the end. And I just like, I always recommend it to people because especially cause like so much, like my mom watched it. My mom doesn't like, um, like any stress or worry or anything like that very much you know um Mm -hmm. so you have to like warn her if that's going to be in a movie that it's like it's going to be okay usually and so I told her about that and she I remember that she I was like it's no it's really going to be okay like everything's going to be okay everyone lives (laughs) it's all happy just keep going I remember how she told me like after the fact she's like I'm glad you told me that because she like wanted to stop watching because things keep happening and that's kind of the point it's a little stressful it's super stressful and that's the point that's why I like it so much is like he just keeps going just like yeah and that was and that's how like at the end of the movie he's talking about he's like you're absolutely going to be at a point where if you don't like do something you're going to die and so you have to go ahead yeah. and accept that and hey and maybe you accept it maybe you're like all right I'm just done you know whatever or are you gonna do the things and he's like and I happen to do the things so let's talk about it um but um that's what I love about it so I I, I expected to just restart it and take a nap and then I got into it again I was like I love the story of just watching him make it um spoilers for this like five-year-old movie or like four-year-old movie it all ends up okay definitely watch it um if you are so inclined if you don't like Matt Damon you're probably not gonna like it yeah it's a it's it's a lot of Matt Damon Damon. I mean he's very very pleasant but I guess some people might not like I like him the nose plays but the nose (laughs) but some people might not I guess although if you might not you should maybe give this a chance and see if you still feel that way perhaps you know um because he's he's very uh talented in this I mean everyone and I really love all the different uh, type of people that are uh, in this movie like almost all of them are comedians pretty much of some mm-hmm. uh, or like you have Kristen Wiig you have like Donald Glover you have like B.D. Like, is, that, is it B.D. Wong? No. Mm, I've only seen it once. I don't yeah like oh, what's his name? I Shoot I can't remember. But all these people who are like comedians you know well except for um, ah that guy that I can't with the name. Oh shoot! There's some people that aren't comedians, and most of them are. And some Jeff Daniel. Oh, Jeff Daniel. See, yeah, think of him. He's another um, comedian. So like, Michael Pena. Oh yeah, he's hilarious in that. Yeah. Sean Bean. Oh my gosh, Sean. <laughs> I love- Kate Mara was in it. Yeah, yeah, she's one of the astronauts. Um, I love this joke. Like it gets me every time about Elrond that like Sean Bean is the one to talk about. She's like, "What is Elrond?" And he's like, "Oh, it's like a Lord of the Rings <laughs> thing." Every time I'm like, That's "Y'all funny." funny. <laughs> Y'all funny. He was oh, there. It's Benedict Wong. Benedict Wong. Oh, who's Beatty? Yeah. Who am I thinking of? Be- I he's no from SVU. What? Oh, he was in oh, oh, Law and yes. Order SVU. Right, right, he's right, also right, in Bird right, Box right, randomly. Right, 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 right. Yes, 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 yes. You're right. Um, I knew the faces and I knew last name clearly. Um, Benedict yeah. Juan. Yeah, because he's actually like English. So that's why he's Benedict, right? Got it. Yes. Um, yeah, whole bunch of different people. Um, and they're great. So there we go. That's my sugar picker moment. All these old, <laughs> old ass movies and seeing Buster Rhymes. There we go. And see him bust around. Whatever. It kind of puts us in mood for right, this episode. <laughs> like Which is out of control. It's out of, is off the rails. Like me trying to send you 
picture uh, bitmojis the other day <laughs> it is off <laughs> the rails um okay so i'll tell us what we watched this week um it was season five episode 19 blame it on new orleans oh you gotta blame it on something i'm telling you blame it on something Jeez. um uh it first aired march 4th 1991 and the uh tv guide (laughs) jeez tv guide reads for once they're actually keeping it kind of like a a surprise um the gals i know i know the gals attend a new orleans convention where mary joe ever step oversteps her rules of decorum with a salesman played by Daryl Larson. Um, wow. And then we also have Lolita is David Sean Michaels, who was um, the, uh, well, I think they said female impersonator. Um, right. But, you know, I don't, I don't, it's the 90s and people didn't really know how, what to say anything properly on TV. So I don't even yeah. know what to say also. <laughs> Like, was it? I think it was like a drag show they were at, is what it sounded like. Yeah, is what it sounded like. But who knows? Um, and then there are also the podiatrists who were horrible, and I don't even want to say their names, but I will, were Carrie Stein (sighs) and Frank Dealsey. So we got all those. But I'm glad that they put David Shawn Michaels because I was like, that child was like gorgeous. I'm glad they gave Mm -hmm. that some credit. Um, uh, so Leslie. What happened in this episode? Help. Uh, Help us. So we started Sugar Bakers as per usual. Mm-hmm. Um, Julia is on the phone trying to book a hotel room. They are 45 minutes from leaving for the airport for a design expo in New Orleans. Oh my God. Think about they that. Booked... 45 minutes yeah. from leaving. Like, I wonder how what time the, I bet it was the type that, like, they didn't have to get there that early. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, you probably not. <laughs> and they booked these rooms a year ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but Anthony is now partner. Oops. However, he has been partner for six months and like no one thought to book an extra room. Oops. So they're trying to get one last minute and Suzanne comes in and drops her bag, drops a bag in the floor. And she's like, <laughs> all right, let's go. I'm here. <laughs> um, I'm here. We can go now. Yeah. And, uh, they're talking about this guy who shows up there every year that they go that Mary Jo's kind of close with. Mm-hmm. And his name is Garrett Rossler and he's from Charlotte. Shout out to North Carolina. Woo. Um, and they always hang out and Charlene thinks that there's like a romance or something that's going to happen between them. Um, and she's like super excited because she's been reading this book about New Orleans and like, you know, reading parts out of it and getting really excited. And also Charlene's just like a huge romantic anyway. Oh my gosh, yes. And Suzanne's like, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Charlene, I personally can't believe you're going to go bopping off to the Big Easy and leave your baby behind. Bopping off? That's yeah. so rude. Also, like, she just she's just always judging anything anyone else does. Yeah. Like, if she wasn't coming with them over yeah. the baby, she would be judging that. So she so was, she, and she'd be mad that the baby was coming along. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's a baby. Yeah. All of it. Oh no, <laughs> I thought she doesn't have a baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't think she was bringing the baby. I was thinking like if Charlene wasn't going, she would like regardless of what happened. Like if Charlene stayed because of baby, she would be pissed because right. she's just how. Yeah. That's how she is. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. That's how she is. And uh, Charlene's like, oh, you know, I feel really terrible about it. I'm going to miss her, but I'll only be gone for 48 hours. And it'll be fine. I'm going to leave her a little bowl of food and a little bowl of milk on the floor. She'll be okay. (laughs) (laughs) I love this joke. And Suzanne's face. Mm -hmm. A bowl of milk on the floor. Mm -hmm. And Julia's like, Suzanne. It's not really She's pulling your leg. Yeah, I loved that. (laughs) Phil Pot is going to keep Olivia. It's fine. Yeah. And uh, Suzanne thinks that someone should stay here and answer the phones and collect the mail. And since Anthony's the newest partner, obviously it should be him. Mm-hmm. And Mary's just like, it really just sticks in your claw that Anthony made partner, doesn't it? Yeah. And she's like, it just seems, and this is Suzanne's quote, not my quote. Um, it just seems that there are too many chiefs and not enough Indians around here. And I think it things worked better right. when Anthony was an Indian. Not, not. Hopefully no one would say that on TV today. Oh like, God. I really hope like, that that's not something that would be said. But that's how she feels. That's how she um, feels. Horrible. And then the the terrible joke continues. Yeah, of course. Uh, and Mary Jo says, well, too bad, Kimasabi. <gasps> and Charlene's like, oh, I never knew what that meant. Yeah. And Julia says, well, in this case, like, this is the, <laughs> this is like the only part that I was like, okay, you know, okay. that's. I thought this was funny. Okay. And she's like, well, in this case, it translates to a lazy, inconsiderate <laughs> yes, white woman. I loved it. Oh, man. Oh, we and, should give context to people who don't know that Kimasabi was what the Lone Ranger was called. Isn't that right? Or what was it? I think 
I think was it Tonto and the Lone Ranger? I don't know because I've never seen it. But I think that is maybe his name was Tonto. Maybe he was with the Lone Ranger. Maybe he called to the Lone Ranger that. But also Kimosabe, it sounds really Japanese. So I don't know about that. Um, That's why I feel like we should. Yeah, it's the (laughs) term of endearment mostly used by the fictional Native American sidekick Tonto in the American television and radio programs. Okay, that is according to Wikipedia. Oh, fantastic! Thank you. Um, I was just pulling it out. I wasn't sure. (laughs) I never watched it. Um, No, no. How how can you? Um, Oh my god! And then there was the uh, the uh, Johnny Depp like remake recently. (laughs) Yeah, that that came out. That was a movie that they made. I forgot about that. My goodness. Because I didn't see that either. <laughs> nope. Didn't need to. So anyway, so that's the reference. If people are wondering what that is. And um, and Julia's like, yeah, lazy and considerate white woman who's going with, like, Anthony's going with us. That's all there is to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and Julia is determined to find a hotel room. She's like, it's a big city. And in that big city has to be one more hotel room for one more person. Mm-hmm. And then we cut to the hotel in New Orleans and all the ladies are sharing a room. And Anthony eh, eh. has a room by himself. Yeah. Um, they are adjoining rooms, though. Yeah. They couldn't find another room. Suzanne is pissed because the four of them have to share a room. Mm-hmm. Charlene is super excited. She's like, well, it's Sword like party. we're, you know, four college roommates. She loves it. Or even better, four high-spirited stewardess on a layover in the Big Easy. Now, that she's is so, so excited. <laughs> I mean, she's getting to leave her baby behind, so that's probably what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Suzanne's like, look, I didn't grow up in a dog patch. I didn't oh learn to my. sleep eight hillbillies to a bed. And she throws her wow. throws a bag down on the floor. And Julia's like, Suzanne, I'd really appreciate it if you would not put my cosmetics on the floor. Mm-hmm. And Suzanne's like, oh, there wasn't enough space. I had to. And she's like, look, no. you're taking up all the dresser drawers, all the closets, the, all the vanities in the bathroom. Can't you leave this one surface just for the rest of us? Mm-hmm. She's like, no. Horrible. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> And she's like, could you at least take your big Louis Vuitton luggage and shove it somewhere else? Mm-hmm. And Suzanne's like, where? And Julia says, don't tempt me, Suzanne. <laughs> I love that. That cracked me up. <laughs> um, and Charlene is excited. She's still reading her book about New Orleans. Um, and Suzanne's like, well, I'm going to go take Anthony's shower cap because he doesn't need it. Julia tells her to knock. She, like, slaps the door once and just rolls into Anthony's room. And, of course, he's upset because he's got no warning. She's just, like, coming up in there. Yeah. And Mary Jo pushes Suzanne's wig aside, like, while she's gone, and puts, like, one of her cases down where the wig was sitting on Mm -hmm. one single surface Mm -hmm. in this whole room. Mm -hmm. And Suzanne comes back in explaining that she took the shower cap and the cream rinse because it's not good for his type of hair and all this other stuff. I miss when people used to to call it cream rinse. That's just so funny to me. I never called it that, and I love it. I never, yeah. And then she turns around. She's like, who moved my wig? Mm -hmm. And Mary Jo says, I did. And if you want it back, you're going to have to arm wrestle me for it. Mm -hmm. Wow. Charlene is still excited. Julia is super sarcastic and annoyed already. Um, And Charlene's like, why are y'all all so testy? And Suzanne says, because there isn't enough oxygen in this room for four people. And then Anthony comes in and he feels really bad. And he offers any one of them who wants it, like the extra bed in his room. And he's like, you know, I know it's like not not like decorum or whatever but like it's a standing offer if any of you change your mind you have your own bed Mm -hmm. it's in there yeah um and he says that he has important business meetings to go to and he says um you know like the thing in french that they say that i'm not gonna say because oh my french is terrible oh let's say let the good times there you go yeah except for he doesn't say role he says like roll something i don't know roll, what he, says. He, he says like roll Roland. yeah, yeah i don't yeah. know it's like he puts an in it or something i believe it's les serre bon ton role but i'm not exactly sure that's beautiful good oh, job thanks buddy and suzanne sarcastically mimics him uh mm-hmm. when he walks out of the room and she's like first you make him partner then you go and give him his own room she's like i'm telling y'all you're creating a monster here she says this but for the rest of the episode, we don't see Anthony doing anything nope. ridiculous. Nope. He goes to his meetings. I'm sure he has some drinks and has a good time. Mm-hmm. He's in bed at a decent hour. Like, we don't hear any of his antics. Nope, not at all. <clears throat> Spoilers. Anthony doesn't go wild in this episode. <laughs> um, I mean, and Anthony Mary is Joe's the behaved like, one, always, really. He is. Yeah. yeah. He's always bailing them out. Yeah. And Mary Jo is talking to Suzanne, and she's like, look, I would love to take the time to tell you why that is one of the most offensive things you've ever said, mm. but I have to get ready to go to dinner. 
and, and and Susan's like, no, I get first dibs on the bathroom. And Mary Jo is like, not if Jeez. I get there first. Like she climbs across the bed and mm-hmm. races her to the bathroom. And Mary Jo wins, and she closes a good plan. the door in Suzanne's face. And uh, Mary Jo's trying to explain to her she has a business dinner. And Suzanne's like, yeah, well, I got business to attend to, too. And then she's like, Anthony! And, like, runs into his room. And, like, Anthony's also trying to get dressed Mm -hmm. and, like, hollers. And Suzanne's like, I'm coming through! Mm -hmm. So she's going to take up all of his space also. Horrible. And then we cut to later, and Mary Jo and Garrett come in. And I assume this is, like, the the hotel bar, the hotel, you know, like, meeting common oh, area or whatever i wasn't exactly sure what was going on there okay that makes i sense. assume because they come in there like there's this happens like more than once mm-hmm. yeah like, we see this this set more than once yeah um julia's already sitting there um they're like gonna order alcohol and mary joe says she doesn't need any alcohol the city is enough mm-hmm. it's like disneyland for adults and instead of having Frontierland and tomorrowland they've got Liquorland and stripperland and it's like that island where the donkey boys took Pinocchio. Oh, my gosh. She's <laughs> going on and on. You've been to New Orleans, and then, yeah? Me? No. No, you haven't. You just want to. I want to, I too. Like I to haven't go. been. Okay, got it. It'll be fun. Yeah. And then Charlene and Suzanne come in, and everybody's just so happy and having a good time. And um, they're talking about how they followed a jazz band down the street and partied for two hours before oh. they realized it was somebody's funeral. That's ridiculous. <laughs> and um mary joe's talking about the dinner she and garrett just went to and how she's never eaten so much food in her life um and charlene and suzanne are on their way to the french quarter they're gonna go to the bar and get hurricanes and it's like supposedly only two or three people in the world know what's in them mm-hmm. and suzanne's like yeah we're gonna go see this this um woman who reads the bumps on your head <laughs> But they and then they got to go to the voodoo place because Consuela gave Suzanne a list, but they don't even open until midnight. They got all these things to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and Garrett sees a couple of people he knows need lighting fixtures, so he walks away for a minute. And Julia's like, I would like to remind everybody we have a presentation in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then Suzanne's like, I'm bored. Are we going or what? Wow. So she and <clears throat> Charlene leave. And, um, Mary Jo and Garrett are going to go out after this. Mm-hmm. Um, Julia's like, well, I'm going to bed. And she's like, have fun. Don't get blown away with the hurricanes. You two are not used to liquor. Mm-hmm. And then <clears throat> Julia points out that Mary Jo and Garrett seem to be raising their friendship to a new level. Jeez. And <laughs> Mary Jo mm-hmm. agrees. And she's like, as a matter of fact. And then they like scoot their Scooching, chairs together. Yeah. Like they're going <laughs> to talk about some gossip. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and she's like, I wouldn't have up. <laughs> Julia's like, oh, I see. And Mary Jo's like, is that okay? Mm-hmm. And Julia says, are you asking me? Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, in some ways I'm a suburban mom, and in other ways I'm just a young woman learning how to have a good time, and I need you to tell me I'm not being a slut. Oh, <coughs> Sorry. And uh, Julia says, obviously, you've given this a lot of thought. You're a grown woman. You know what you're doing. And Mary Jo's like, I knew you tried to talk me out of it. Um, but everybody needs to cut loose and go wild once in a while. And I've known him for years, and he's not like Jack Nicholson or anything. It's my Jeez. body and my life, and I've got only one wild oat in me. And being in New Orleans makes me want to sow it, if you know what I mean. Oh, my gosh. Besides, when in Rome, and Julia's like, Mary Jo, go for it. Mm-hmm. Hang from the chandeliers, wear a costume, order some whipped cream. Just don't give me any more of your good reasons. <laughs> oh. <coughs> oh, no. Julia's tired. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Mary Jo says, "Wearing her out with everything." Yeah, she's exhausted. Yeah, and Mary Jo's like, "I can't believe what I'm hearing. It's just like you've gone and lost all of your morbid fiber." Fiber, mm-hmm. and Julia just smiles at her. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we cut to the next morning in the hotel room. Garrett comes in, and he's got food and coffee. Seems to be quite the gentleman. Mm-hmm. Mary Jo is still in bed. Um, and she tells him again that she never does things like this. And she asks if he still respects her and he pauses and she's like, Oh, and he's like, no, no, no. I thought you were joking. Of course I do. Yeah. Um, and then she explains how she lives by these rules. And like, if you put one toe over the boundary, something really terrible is going to happen. And she's like, I guess I was wrong. Right. And he's like, yeah, I guess so. And he's like, I gotta go get a shower. I got this meeting. Um, if the phone rings, don't answer it. It might be my wife. I knew that shit was coming. I cannot yep. believe it. Wow. And then we cut to the meeting room just before their presentation. Um, Charlene is worried about the presentation. She doesn't feel great. Suzanne gives her a drink. Jeez. And she's like, what is this? And oh, she's like, hair of the dog. Yeah. 
So Suzanne's no. already a little drunk. Yes. Again. Um, I don't know what was in those hurricanes, but like Charlene only had one, I think. But and they're Suzanne the giant only had two ones, aren't they? Aren't hurricanes are they? the ones that are like tall? I don't know. I've never seen one. I think that's supposed to be the point that like they're uh, okay. They're the really tall, skinny things. You know, like the like okay, that like makes it's sense. a plastic thing. And then mm-hmm. it's like, like a, it looks almost like a bong or something. <laughs> like it's one of those things. Oh, uh, okay. I think that might be the hurricane drink. I don't know. I'm going to look okay. it up. Keep talking. That makes a lot more sense because I was like, you had like one drink and you're like yeah. hung over. Yeah. Um, and so Charlene, she hands her the, the drink, explains his hair to the dog. And Charlene's like, I just got out of bed 20 minutes ago. And Suzanne's like, so? Mm. And uh, Charlene's like, how do you look so put together? You had two hurricanes last night. I only had one. Oh, I, t- speaking of hurricanes, I fig- figured it out. It's it's rum and fruit juice and syrup. Okay. It's, it, it looks like a sunset. It's not the thing I'm thinking of. But maybe, the, uh, but okay. maybe they put them in giant glasses now. Maybe. Uh, maybe that's what I'm thinking. But what am I thinking of? Maybe they just don't drink. Maybe they like just ever. don't drink. That's what they told them to watch out maybe. for. The, well, I mean, that's it's true. A lot of Julia rum, warned them. It's something. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they like just you know free pour a ton of rum in it. Yeah. Okay. And so, um, yes. no, you're good. And Charlene asks her how she can look so put together, and Suzanne says, "Because a good makeup job can can fix anything. <laughs> Give me that." And she takes <laughs> the drink back and starts sipping on it. <laughs> and uh, Julia's like, "Can't believe you two. I hope at our next convention will be somewhere in the vicinity of the Betty Ford Clinic. I could not believe that. That was a She's acting like they've gone far. full-blown alcoholic. Yeah. Um, and Charlene's like, Mary Jo comes in. She just looks, she looks awful. She looks really upset oh, and really sad. Doesn't heart. want to talk to anybody. Yeah. Poor thing. And Charlene's like, hey, Mary Jo, what's new? And Mary Jo's like, what's that supposed to mean? And Charlene's like, Jeez. nothing. My head hurts. <laughs> yeah. We're just like, let's just get over, with, get this presentation over with. And so Julia tries to get the attention of the room. And this room is, this r- is ridiculous. This room I have ever seen. Some lady is sitting in some other dude's lap. Everyone like is like drinking and eating and laughing and just like, like we're in a strip club or something mm-hmm. and like not at a convention. Mm-hmm. And not that there's anything wrong with that, but they're trying to give a business presentation. And this is time and place. Time and place. Yeah. And uh, Charlene, and then the microphone is also not working. And <laughs> oh, right. Charlene, Charlene just goes down to get it. <laughs> she's going to fix it because she was in AV club in high school. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's like some dude in the audience who's already so drunk he can't even sit up straight. Like you see him wobbling when they cut back to oh, the crowd. Uh, Julia is trying to give her presentation by talking loudly. Um, she introduces her partners. Suzanne is drunk. Charlene comes out. She's under the podium holding wires. And Mary Jo just looks like really, really sad and dejected. Mm-hmm. And apparently it's not the designers at all. The podiatrists have crashed this party. Yep. And they just decided they were going to stay because the food is better. Ugh. And they thought this was some f- seminar about feet. Ew. And Charlene, while trying to fix the microphone, has passed out momentarily. <laughs> I love it. And <laughs> she just like splayed out on the ground. It's she so is. funny. And she's like, oh, sorry, I fell asleep for a minute. And then some girl in a bathing suit comes out around passing out, like, foot something samples. Mm-hmm. Um, Mary Jo is super upset and tries to leave. Julia asks what's wrong with her. And, of course, at this moment, Charlene says, I got it. And the microphone starts working. And Mary Jo shouts that last night she slept with a married man. Mm-hmm. And then dissolves I into loved tears that moment because it, like, it was like the pre-I'm gay, like, Ellen coming out moment type of yeah. thing you know i was like oh what this is a joke that we always sense. make it's like this something is, yeah. isn't working and then it's working and then everyone hears the thing you don't want everyone the... to hear <laughs> exactly yeah and then we cut to later in their room and julia and mary joe are in bed getting ready to go to sleep mary joe will not stop talking and julia clearly has reached her limit of what she can listen to Mary Jo says she thought she was being responsible. She asked every pertinent question but one, are you married? Mm-hmm. And Julia's like, look, you've been over this from every angle. It's not like you killed somebody. And Mary Jo's like, I don't know. That sin's in the top ten. Oh. And Julia's like, look, I think it's noble of you rather than pinning it on this lying salesman to, like, blame yourself. But I just, I can't listen anymore. Like, I'm done. Yeah. Uh, this convention has worn me out. I need some sleep. I suggest you do the same. You'll feel a whole lot better in the morning. 
And then they cut the light off and Mary Jo's still talking to her. And she's like, you know, don't you see the bitter irony in all this? I was married to a cheating husband. I should have developed a sixth sense about this thing, but I have no sense at all. I mean, that's and, why she's so all, upset, not even about the yeah. affair, but that she's become the thing that, like, hurt her so much. That's that, the hard part. Yeah. yeah. And she asked Julia, in all these years you've known me, have I ever done anything so stupid? And Julia's already passed out. Yeah. That killed me. Like, I didn't, like, <laughs> come on. I mean, this is, uh... <laughs> Or either she's just pretending to be asleep so she doesn't have to talk to the marriage oh, anymore. Oh, that's um, even worse. And Mary Jo's like, well, I'll take that as a no. And then, not two seconds later, Charlene and Suzanne come busting in the room, being loud as hell, yeah. arguing about like, um, like men's fingers and how they taper and like how women's <laughs> fingers taper, but men's look like giant Vienna sausages. It is three thirty <laughs> in the morning. But wait, here's the thing: Did you? You said that it seemed like it was a second later. So Mary Jo and um julia were talking at like three in the morning or were we supposed to think that i don't know time actually has progressed that threw me Maybe. off because like yeah i, I didn't know i almost rewound i was like what are we i mean it doesn't matter <laughs> but it no really but like it doesn't me. you can't tell if there's because there's no break there mm-hmm. yeah but then you don't know if they've like actually fallen asleep and this is much later mm-hmm. or yeah i don't know but anyway it's supposed to be through three in the morning they've got etouffee and all that stuff like what is yeah. going on they said that they've just been to this nightclub and there was a female impersonator there. Mm-hmm. And Suzanne's like, no, no, it wasn't a female impersonator. Like, that's, I've seen curves. I've been in beauty pageants. Like, that is not padding. She uh-huh. was an actual woman. Uh-huh. And they're like, we brought you, we brought you food. And Mary Jo's like, I'm trying, I just, I want to sleep. I've had a very bad day. I don't want to eat right now. And they're like, no, no, you got to eat it while it's still hot. And she's like, no. But also, it's just like, Charlie- it's just like a shellfish over rice. I was like, what is etouffee? It's just like a, oh, like yeah. a soup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that seems like the weirdest thing. But it's in the white bag. Like, I thought it was something fried. No. Y'all are strange. No. Anyway. <laughs> and Charlene's a little drunk. And she's like, do you still feel bad about committing adultery? Um, and then they explain to them that Lolita, or Suzanne says that Lolita is a woman pretending to be a man, pretending to be a woman. Haven't you seen Victor Victoria? <laughs> <laughs> and julia That's says so strange i don't i know right <laughs> julia's like i don't care if this lolita is george bush and drag this is stupid i want to go to sleep and suzanne's like you should keep your voice down this is a hotel and she's like excuse me and oh. then julia just come loses talking it. about going off the done. rails done loses her mind mm-hmm. she's like for the past 48 hours i have endured this loony bin i've witnessed every debauchery under the napoleonic code men have paraded before me in lampshades mm-hmm. girls in bikinis have thrust their samples in my face mm-hmm. i've been the only person in this entire city who has retained any semblance of decorum and you are telling me to keep my voice down this is the last straw and she like throws the door open to their balcony mm-hmm. And she screams to all of New Orleans. Do <laughs> okay. what? Is it? Did you write it? No, down? no, no. Oh, okay. Not all of it. Okay. Um, that she's gonna go sleep in Anthony's room, and she doesn't <laughs> care who knows it, and she doesn't care what it looks like. And then she's like, "You can put that in your etouffee and chug on it." And then she goes in Anthony's room. Mm-hmm. And then the next morning at breakfast, they're all sitting around the table, and Suzanne says, "Man, when I get home, it's soda crackers and seltzer water for a week." <laughs> oh. This trip is one big Maylox moment. Yeah. And Julia says, "You know, it would have. I would have felt better about this if we'd accomplished anything except making big fools of ourselves." No. And Mary Jo says, "Well, I'm just glad I made it through yesterday without being punished." Oh. Like, don't you think there's just a big scorekeeper in the sky with a tote board saying things like, no. "Mary Jo Shively slept with a married man. Oh, Guess she's dear. gonna have to get hit by a bus." Oh my gosh. That's. And I mean, some people do, like, do feel that way. It sounds really stressful. Yeah. It sounds very stressful. Yeah. And Julia's like, you know, it doesn't work that way. We- <laughs> oh, Sorry. got you. What happened? Sunny just started chasing her tail in the chair for no reason. Oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's She's sitting in this chair by herself mm-hmm. and like she like just catches happened. it and then she lets it go and then she chases it and then she catches it. Wow. Sorry. Um, <laughs> That's hilarious. She can entertain herself. Oh, my God. Um. But yeah, Julia's like, it doesn't work that way. Otherwise, we'd all have tire marks across our backsides. Yeah. 
And Suzanne's like, well, if it makes you feel any better, um, you could just threaten to tell his wife and then you'll make out like a bandit. I'm talking emeralds. <laughs> that killed me. Like emeralds. <laughs> emeralds. That's what she pulled out. Making out guy. like a bandit. Okay. Like a bandit. And Mary Jo's like, thank you, Suzanne. No matter how low I go, I can always count on you to make me feel morally superior. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Charlene comes in and she, she has Lolita with her. Yeah. Suzanne still doesn't believe Lolita, and Lolita comes up and says in a deeper voice, I'm a man. Like, it's not even a question. Yeah, and Charlene, like, plops down a driver's license. Lolita takes off the wig. Suzanne's like, oh, no, no, that doesn't doesn't prove prove anything, anything. and rips off her own wig. Yeah, so good. And she's like, there's only one way to settle this, and grabs Lolita's hand and drags both of them into the bathroom. Mm Mm-hmm. And Mary Jo's like, I really wish I was feeling better. I could really enjoy this. This is so stupid. And then Mary Jo's like, this city just has the strangest effect on people. Yeah. And Julia's like, yeah, New Orleans really has a wild side. And then Charlene is putting Suzanne's wig on. Oh, I loved that. I hope that was an ad lib. I'm sure it was. It was great. Jean Smart's so good. She's amazing. And she's like, do you think it's the voodoo? Oh, no. And Julia's like, no, it's I think they right. spiked the tap water. Yeah. And then Suzanne comes running out of the bathroom shrieking, like, there's a man in the ladies' room. Yeah, you made him and go then, in there. Yeah, you, you drug him in there. Also, he can that be there if he identifies as a woman. That's fine. That's right. Let's grow up. Anyway. <laughs> oh, I, oh, oh and, uh, you want to know something kind of weird? I thought that um, yes. Lolita was so gorgeous because, you know, me, I like both of the people. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I wonder, like, if this, like, was someone, f- like, f- like some famous, like, drag queen or something that I don't even know. And also, like, it's just really subtle, like, not, like, the mm-hmm. looks that you see, like, nowadays. And I looked, and it was so funny, like, YouTube, I couldn't find, like, anything. But YouTube, um, he was also on, like, Night Court. <laughs> there was this i love Night oh Court. my god it's this like so ridiculous episode of this man who like attacks um uh like a drag club because he thinks it's like morally wrong or whatever and luckily um uh what is the is it what henderson the guy who's like the judge um you know mm-hmm. uh, is in the favor of the drag queens but like it's just like the such a dumb plot but it was really fascinating for me to see like in this time like and lolita was in there um and um it was just so interesting this time period of like the lack of representation and how the representation was presented yeah i was like what i don't even know and so like this episode made me think about that i was like what okay (laughs) i don't know (laughs) anyway so she's running comes out of the bathroom screaming back to it sorry no that's it that is it that's the end. You're right. I forgot. That was that was the last line of the episode. Oh, jeez. They always try to end. Like, I love when the writers write stuff and they're like, this is gold. Boom. Done. Ended. Yeah. This is, print it. We're done. Wait, what is the thing I said? In the, well, we'll leave it anyway. We'll leave it as a bookend. But that, they do the same thing <laughs> as me. That's enough. That's enough. We are just hilarious. And I'm like, are you though? But are you? Oh, me. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then, so we're just, Mary Jo's just going to feel guilty, huh? We're not going to. Yeah. I bet it's going to be it. forgotten. It's just going to be like that. Oh, yeah. They'll never bring it never up again. They'll never bring it up again. That's so difficult. It's kind of trivializing her pain, I guess, that she endured with uh, Quantum Leap. Oh, my God. The other day, I thought I saw Quantum Leap crossing the street. It wasn't him. But I live here, so maybe it was, but like it wasn't. But it looked a lot like him. And I meant to tell you. Like him. It looked so much like him. (laughs) But like, but it didn't really look the way he looks now. It's like how he would look now if he'd had some harder living, I think. And then then like wore khakis now for no reason. Like it was so funny. Like it was kind (laughs) of like that. The dude I saw definitely like from his like 20s to like 40s, like lived and now is like clean cut and whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so it was anyway, but I was like Quantum Leap. Um Quantum Leap. Oh my gosh. Speaking of outfits, uh <laughs> <laughs> Great segue. So dumb. Did you have a favorite one? I did. Um my favorite one was Charlene's before they go to the French Quarter. They oh. come in, her and Suzanne. She has on 
It's like a dress, but it's like a jacket dress. Uh-huh. Like it looks like it has like the lapels and stuff of a suit jacket. Oh yeah, but it just is a dress. It goes all the way down, <laughs> and it's like got this black and uh, red like diamond pattern, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the lapels are red, and it still has that detail like on the sleeve. The sleeve is part red, part black, and then like the underneath part looks just like a like a black shirt. But it's all made together as a dress. Oh my god, they made the That's weirdest amazing. dresses in 1991. I do love it. Love Did it. Did you have a favorite outfit? Um, yeah, and I and I really love the uh, screenshot that I got of it. Um, Mary Jo coming back, realizing what's happened, and she is just like a little, like little hangdog, hung, hound with the look that you know when like do- when it's like you're sad. It's like oh yeah yeah whatever they call it is it a hang like a hound dog hound dog hang but like a hung with like the long face or, yeah something there's some weird saying that I can't remember right now, um, but then I thought about I was like this is like a walk of shame because she's walking like she is shamed but she isn't yeah. wearing what she wore the night before, um, no. but um she has on a yellowish greenish it's kind of like almost yeah. mustardy olivey, um. Uh, shirt that is matching the same color of the skirt and mm-hmm. is held together with a belt that's really big <laughs> <laughs> and she's got little probably flats on I can't tell and she's just kind of scooching along like not happy and even her hair yeah. is just kind of like clipped back and this poor lady um, I mean she's very sad but she still looks good <laughs> yes <laughs> so I liked it yeah, she can pull off these, like, weird colors. She can. She really can. Because, like, I don't even know what that is. That's probably, like, it's almost chartreuse. Like, isn't that, like, its own yeah. specific color? It's, it's like yeah. that. So, she's doing it. She is doing it. Whatever. I don't know. I wish they would uh, kind of, I wish they would see through their plots. That's what I'm just saying. Like, you know, like, I think that's (laughs) something that we now get to have, especially with how many episodes they have in a season. Like, I wish things weren't just like picked up and dropped so much, but it's just how the writing was then versus like now, I guess. And so it's hard to, for me to wrap my mind around it with this, you know, time period. <laughs> Not fair yeah. of me to try to have it by our standards. Um, yeah. Well, anyway, I guess that's our episode, huh? That's our episode. Leslie, where can people find us? We are all over the internet. Mm-hmm. We are the girls who came to Sugar Bakers on Podbean and iTunes. We are Sugar Baker Girls pretty much everywhere else, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, YouTube, Pinterest. If you do like us, please take a moment to rate and review on iTunes or wherever you happen to get your podcast. It does help. And thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, everyone. We will talk to you next time. See you next time. Bye. No. No. Okay. That's enough. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's enough. <laughs> no.